Welcome to the Fatty Z Musky Podcast. I'm Andy. Ah, this is going to be out of order. To my right, in front of Ranger, Gearman Steve. What's going on, guys? Oh, not too much. And that's the only person here. In studio, man. In studio. Cool. But that's not the only other person on the show. We have Vance. Good evening, Vance. Good evening. And we have Todd. Hi, Todd. I am here. Yes, you are. And... Let's just get right to this show, shall we? Uh, this show is brought to you by Fat AZ Musky Products. The website is fatazmusky.com. You can find us on Facebook and Instagram more actively. Uh, just search Fat AZ Musky Products, and you should be able to find it no problem. Uh, some recent events here. We have, uh, they've, for the most part, sold pretty quick. We haven't pushed them too hard, but we have some uh, AZ-painted Tough Shads, if you're interested. Uh, one of the outlets that we just mentioned, you can uh, reach out and you know see what we have inventory-wise. I've been pretty good on Facebook, keeping up with what's left in stock. Uh, some colors are gone. You can see my nice uh, scribbled-out photo that I try to update as they go um, with that. Um, just, yeah, I saw that those were like colors. I was supposed to get one of the a couple of those, but okay, we'll have to get some more and paint them up. Yeah, possibly. I mean, <laughs> let's see. There's still a lot of the colors. There's still a lot. Okay. And plus I also pulled some aside that I don't have on there. Okay. So, um, thank you, Andy. You're welcome. And, uh, rod holders, same old story. I'm getting really low on down East, but that's okay. I'm going to have a whole big, couple boxes coming here supposed to be if tracking is correct tomorrow so i'll be sitting pretty again there uh anyone with the az clamshells uh you would know more about that if you uh frequented the facebook page uh we're gonna have a whole bunch of them here in the next few weeks there is a waiting list and we will be going through those as well uh those people get first come first serve off that um and Bates, Hogan's Hut should have a bunch of baits, correct, Vance? Yeah, I just dropped off uh, lots of baits uh, to Hogan's Hut. You got eight inch uh, stingers, eight inch soft tail raptors, eight inch hard bait raptors, and six inch. Uh, they are at Hogan's Hut as of today, and I want to take a couple because I needed some. And but they look stunning. The mud puppies are real crisp. They're real nice looking. Nice. I have some of those uh, set aside for you down here. I hope you did. Who, not... pa- who painted those, Andy? No, I had yeah. I had oh, my kids nice. do it. <laughs> <laughs> I think Vance was just not trying to be I. nice. No, they really do look amazing. I wanted to kind of like cut the bag and put Re- something else in there. Yeah. I was going to say reconfigure all my paperwork. <laughs> I wanted to do that. Yeah. I was like, I was looking at the walleyes, the golds, the, the perches. I was like, these look a lot nicer uh, than what I have right now. So, but I didn't do it. And um, just a kudos to Andy's paint jobs, which are very nice. And my yes. still suck. I, I want to tell Andy this. Uh, I've had I've had uh, two different times so far this season. I had people on board the boat that said, uh, "Man, I got that Raptor," and he's like, "It's really hard to throw that thing. It just looks so good." It's 
Honest to God's truth, Andy. Hmm. That's the. This is a, a new it's trend that I, I might yeah. have to start being a little it more might, smudgy. It might have been your cousin. <laughs> it, it might have been your cousin or something. I don't know. But they were like, man, it's hard to throw that. It looks just so pretty, you know. So yeah, I mean, do there. we we have we have some baits here that I have not shown many people that I would kind of put in that realm of man this thing has a different look to it and it's not because of me it's just how we layered the paint i anyone could have done it uh but yeah i i don't want to paint myself into that mr modest here yeah you mean that in in a more serious note you're talking about the orange perch swimmers i painted you don't want to show anybody those (laughs) that's why i have them under the table inside totes yes i I needed to hide them from the public can you gut those so i can have the harness back I, how how can I do that? That'd be like that'd be like deframing the Mona Lisa. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. So, uh, well, that that's nice to hear that people are starting to appreciate my hard work. So, I guess that means I should be like Vance and go out on top, right? Pass the pass the brush to someone else. Yeah, I'm done. I retired, <laughs> and I've shown the uh, you know I've done enough for this painting industry <laughs> and uh thought as well so we're just gonna take a step back well i can tell you this uh, my kids are pretty handy with the uh yeah so my kids have been getting pretty handy with the paintbrush i i gave them two raptors and, and they painted them with a paintbrush and uh nice it uh surprisingly turned out very well mm-hmm. uh just by chance, my my boy painted with a bunch of browns that looks almost exact like exactly like real tree like wetlands camo. Oh, wow. I don't know how it. <laughs> yeah, it's cool. I don't know how he did that, but um, I guess you That's get lucky. so effed up. Yeah, it's so effed up. Which spawns some ideas that we might do for next show season. It doesn't make any sense. I mean, we we might do something like kids versus bench warmers <laughs> as as our uh, donation baits so. to where I could give my kids a a handful of baits, you know, whatever, pick a number, mm-hmm. and then we'll let Vance and Todd paint the exact same, and we'll see which ones uh, sell out first. Oh boy! <laughs> yeah, you know, I've never been mad at like a four year old, <laughs> but. You that might thing, be. <laughs> I mean, it, it's just so effed up for Andy to put us in that position, and these baits mm-hmm. look like way better than ours. It's really screwed <laughs> up. I am. Uh... It's so screwed up. Uh, I, I just, I, whatever. I mean, you got these painting genetics and engineer brain. Oh, it's just effed up. Okay, I and then just... for you to to send a picture to just mock me to mock uh, you, you you were you were like i love that idea we should do this yeah but deep down i was like i can't believe i'm being outdone by somebody who, who can barely say a sentence can i do sharp man yeah. t- todd can speak okay <laughs> oh thank you well, we'll say, you I'm know, t- I'm telling you what, though, that that this Owen bait, liter- it, it, it does. It looks exactly like Realtree. And I was devastated, but happy <laughs> at the same time. 
you know, I came over here and I had them uh, show me their baits. And so he showed me. Oh, that's, that, no, that's something happened. That's insane. No, no. So he shows me. Owen he, showing I sent me. him the photo. That's what oh, he yeah, yeah, saw yeah. the photo. That's, that's. And then, so, yeah, Owen's showing me this bait. And I said, oh, buddy, what, <laughs> do, were you looking at a picture of something? He goes, no. I said, well, how did you do this? Did you use your fingers or what? He goes, I don't know. My daddy gave me a brush and some paint. And that it's like a masterpiece. It's like, uh, yeah, like uh, uh, like yeah. you said. Yeah. I thought it. I, I thought it was shrink wrap. I just got it. I thought it's you did unreal. one of those. I thought that was that thing. Remember, you tried tried those, Andy. That. Yeah, I've I've done hydrographics, thing. and then I also did mm-hmm. those jig skins. The jig mm-hmm. skins. I thought it was that hydrographic thing trying to. Okay, we got it's really on there. That's, <laughs> that's you know what that is wetlands camo. One hundred percent. If I set that on my wetlands camera jacket and that raptor, other than the eyeballs. Yeah, it, it's insane. <laughs> it's I, unfair. I, and and I, I feel bad because my daughter, she painted it like you would expect an eight-year-old to paint it. And <laughs> I'm, like, not giving near as much, like, praise to hers because it it's what it, well, that's what I expected you to do. And here's Owen oh. that just was just flopping the paintbrush around, and he dude, literally looks you, like it's would get lost dude, in you, the cattails. Yeah, now you have a painter, so yeah, let's paint them up, get them going. No, now me and Ava, you have to put them on. You have to put them on the where you give them credit. Yeah, <laughs> but so I don't know. We might do something fun like that. That that'll be uh, yeah. a good time right oh, there. Boy. Um, but let's, let's move on in the plugs. Well, I'm not done yet. So I just shipped a big giant box to Muskie <laughs> Tackle. Uh, watch for their inventory here. I'm going to probably anticipate early next week that they're going to be getting that in a few days to, uh, uh, get all that stuff, uh, uploaded online. So watch that there. Uh, two big bait orders just left. So that's that. Um, Muddy Creek, how are you? Yeah. Not much to say here. We got uh, some openings in October. Get a hold of us. Summers are booked up. We're not really doing that much right now here. We're going to see what's going on. I don't want to get into it, but, uh, yeah, we're going to do what we can. We'll get out there and get you on some fish. Crazy stuff going on, but uh, I don't really do not have a lot to say. (laughs) <laughs> about muddy creek mean, right now we're doing good everything we're good. good yeah we're doing we're doing, doing great doing what we do and i'm excited to have a couple of days off mm. but it's uh we'll get you out there and get you on some fish we've we've bumped some people to the fall to our openings um call us and uh we'll do our best um when you come out with us, of course, the uh, what you fish on, uh, Ranger Boats, big shout out to them for sponsoring the show and Muddy Creek Fishing Guides. Um, shout out to St. Croix Rods for sponsoring the show and Muddy Creek Fishing Guides. Um, can't thank them enough. Quality. Quality in boats, quality in rods. Uh, high-end stuff. Uh, for the price of three seventy-five, unlike what people are saying, 
on <laughs> post. Um, but check us out if you want to come out and have a uh, holistic uh, time. Come out with us. And big shout out to Vic Sports Center and get a hold of them for service. Get a hold of them for Rangers, Tritons, Starcraft, Star Welds, fishermen that set up boats. Uh, and we will lead into Muskies Inc., which we love to donate to because <laughs> we love <laughs> Muskies. We love muskies. Anything to do uh, with muskies, we're all about. Um, And if you're not a member of Muskies Inc. and you're fishing for muskies, you should be. Um, It's your sounding voice in this industry, uh, a positive sounding voice. It's something uh, where you can get things done. Um, Check out Muskies Inc. The memberships as much as a bait and half a bait, half a bait. Honestly. Yeah. Unless you, uh, you buy one of ours, it's actually more uh, than one of our baits, but check them out. Uh, It's your sounding voice. We always, we always preach that donate, get it done Buy minnows, participate in the tournaments, uh, participate in the lunge log. Go out to the meets, meet people uh, that are like-minded, if you can find that, um, in in the industry, and uh, learn the greater good of muskie fishing, which is found no further than muskie zinc. All right. Very good, Murder INC. I mean, Murder Creek. I- I'm sorry. Uh, M- Muddy Creek. <laughs> yo, 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 up done. <laughs> Let's go. Let's go. Oh, it's going to be hard not to get into this. I know. Oh, it's it's hilarious. It's going to be really hard not to get into this. Well, okay. How about this? Do you guys want to hear some awful fishing stories? (laughs) Yeah, let's go. Yeah, let's do that. Let's do that. At least we have that one up on you. I mean, you can have the genetics and all this (laughs) big brain stuff. These suck fishing (laughs) well (laughs) i guess i suck so much that i enabled you to start them so let's go i guess all all these footprints on my back from carrying you up to the top of the mountain (laughs) make make sure you 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 kick it out of here (laughs) (laughs) i was gonna steal that mud puppy so i can catch fish (laughs) Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, so, uh, let me hear about your week off, Andy. You know most of it already, but I'm going to make light of some really funny things. Uh, and th- there's a big reason why we have Steve here because I'd like to think that even though I might have had a couple not so good trips, I finished really strong, didn't yeah. I, Steve? Oh, yeah. Talk about caring. Wait to hear this story. I climbed on his back willingly at this point. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it was, it turned into, a, we went to the finish line with pure will and determination to finish this, regardless of how long it would take. 
but we did it. We crossed the line, didn't we? Well, you crossed it dragging me. Yeah. But that's okay. You're in the same boat. <laughs> so, uh, but we're going to get to that one later. I, I had, first off, I hate fishing in this weather. I don't, I, I just, the, the weather that we've been having has been just like Groundhog's Day. Just warm, no clouds, straight sun, very little wind. At least that's the way it's been around my place. And uh, I hate that. I don't like it at all. And it it messes with my with my confidence because it starts to bother me because I have no control over it, which is the exact opposite of what you really should do is not be bothered by things that are outside your control. <laughs> yeah. You cannot control the weather. I Point number one. You can't. No, but I'd like yeah. to think that I can mentally, and I'm getting there, yeah. like the men who stare at goats. Um, but <laughs> I'm going to be a cloud burster or whatever they call it. Um, but anyway, so um, the week prior to the 4th, uh, we, we generally closed down our shop, my main source of income, uh, for the week of the 4th just to kind of have a nice vacation, relax, you know, catch our breath and all this stuff. And it's usually like most vacations. It's a rat race the week before. So you really, you know, you're going to pay for it before and after your vacation, which kind of defeats the point of a vacation. Most people will say I should have just came to work and I wouldn't have been so busy prior and uh, after. But just the way everything went, the week was started out kind of not good. For uh, personal health reasons, um, what we talked about with Brandon Lilly, uh, stone number two hit me hard, and it wiped out a whole day of no fun. Uh, I got through it, though, and then it was just trying to time lining up uh, fishing trips. I was able to get out three times during my week. One time was for muskies, and it was more of a... There was there was a, a local guy here that's kind of been fishing... Um, for, I'm going to probably say more than a few years, maybe five years, but. Is that a local guide you said? Guy, local guy. I'm not going to use names. Okay. I I had a, I had a, okay. I just had something I was thinking about there. No, no, no. This. Okay. I, I, I became introduced to this guy. I've known of him for a while. Um, and he was really interested in trying to become better at catching muskies and, and learning how to. Uh, run baits, which the first I'm not good at, the second I can tell you what to do. Um, so, but with that, um, I said, well, let, let's, he was really interested in trying to learn how to work a jerk bait and work a glider, which we've talked about many times. The glider is the hardest bait to try to teach someone to work. It, mm-hmm. it just is. And he does a lot of small creek fishing and stuff, and that's a very good bait for those such waters. So I said, well, okay, let's go out. And we, I threw some options out there of different waters to go to. And I was leaning hard on this one local lake, mainly because it would be an action lake for pike. Uh, if you're learning, it's really good to have some positive feedback on the bait you're trying to learn to just say, Hey, this is working. Look, fish are coming at it and all this. And, uh, so we ended up going to this, this lake. We, we went early cause I, it was going to just be a terrible day. 
And we went out there and I was, you know, telling like, this is an action lake. We're going to have some pike going and blah, blah, blah. And we ate it for about seven hours <laughs> of not, I mean, we didn't see a muskie. We barely saw a pike. I think we wow. saw like three pike come up and like the pike that did come up, they nip at the back of the bait. Like they hit the bait. You could set the hook and you'd feel weight, but they didn't have the hooks all the way. We had like three, maybe four. I ended up catching a largemouth bass. That's nice. what I caught. So I'm sitting. Nice. He, he has this like, hey, teach me all this. And here comes the teacher. Hey, we got an action like, get ready. <laughs> and by the way, I pull a largemouth bass on a swimmer. When, you know, when I'm like going to other baits besides my staples. So I'm eating it. He ended up did catching a fish on a raptor which was a fish that he learned about just the day before, which was a bowfin. He uh, ended up catching a bowfin <laughs> on a raptor. The old famous bowfin. Yeah. yeah. Which, nice. was, which was cool because he didn't know what one was, so he's like, take a picture of it. Okay, so I took a picture of him holding it. Now, he didn't try lipping the bowfin like you were the bass, huh? No, we used the dreaded boga on the well, bowfin. Um, but just like... If anyone's caught a bowfin, they like to roll. That's their main go-to when they when they feel like they can't make runs. They just start rolling. So it was just a giant mess of it just he, he just wrapped himself up. He wrapped the bogue up. I ended up just taking off the snap. That I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna interrupt. We have thunder all around us. So if you're hearing some background noise, that is a storm that is not gonna drop right on my house. Just noise. Um, yeah. If it's we not go silent here yeah. either. Yeah. So, um, I mean, we bowfin, ate it. I've never, I've never caught a bowfin. Never. Never. Nope. Never uh, caught one. I mean, you've been to this lake a lot. I know me and you have seen them there. We had them. We had them hitting it one day. And I remember you saying, well, you know, you start fishing it like after I used to fish it a lot. And you're like, oh, they're, we always called, what did you call them? Like the dumb fish or something like they like to bite. Oh yeah. They have poor or, eating etiquette or techniques. Yeah. Poor yeah, eating technique. Like they were like grabbing the bait. That's when we were throwing that hard head uh, swimmer, and mm-hmm. they, they kept hitting it for me, but I never did, never caught one. And in fact, interesting fish. I think there was a that time, if you recall, there were two bowfin that you had playing with you at one time, and yeah, Larry, that's the exact spot he caught this one. Okay, so that's I wanted like to catch one because I've never caught one. Yeah, it, it's probably the same day that my guy got a uh, about a fifty-five inch gar on a figure eight. <laughs> on a raptor and it grabbed the bait and they were the, the guys i was with i fished with many years mm-hmm. and they're all excited the fish hits and it's like oh my gosh i got it and i looked down like huh and and i just stood there you know like i never saw you stump before i said well, you, you're the one who figured out that you deal with that thing i, I don't know what to do <laughs> this is a this is a musky charger I can't net him. I did that once because somebody wanted to get it, and the beak goes through the net and sticks out two oh. feet. And, uh, <laughs> you know, I was like, I don't know what to do, man. It's all you. You just caught it. Cut the line. I just sat down. <laughs> it pinned it. I never saw one do that. He figure-aided it, opened that beak, and hammered the raptor, and he put a hook right through the beak. Hmm. That's not an easy task on a gar. No. No, no, I never saw it happen up here, but it was fun. It was a big one, big, long, skinny. I hope you got a photo. I think they, I, I just sat there. I said, you caught it, man. 
<laughs> this is this is Muddy Creek Musky guides, murder guides. I, I don't deal with I don't deal with that. You're the one that figure eight it. I pull it out of the water, but that's funny. So Same day. we 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 ate it. <laughs> Not n- nothing really happening. We gave it the old college try, and now I feel motivated to be like, okay, I got to show. I got to show like. You know, it, it, it wasn't just like I'm taking you out to catch a fish. So he did learn some stuff and, you know, had had a good time there. So, I mean, that wasn't a total loss. I'm looking at, you know, a glass half full here. But, uh, you know, that was, um, yeah, that was my Thursday? Wednesday. That was my Wednesday. So half my week is gone. And then I'm like, all right, I'm going to go catch some walleye the next day. And, you know, I don't know that part of me, okay, the walleye game is not a hard thing out on Erie, but we have no more fish in the freezer. I'm like, I'm going to go out and get these. And I didn't find anybody that really wanted to uh, do the way I do it. And that's extremely early stuff. And I had two different people tell me, this is the system. Just go and do this, and you'll have your limit in 20 minutes, and it's going to be the easiest thing in the world. <coughs> I think I'm about to throw all those advice people out the window. I'll hear what they're saying, and <laughs> I'm just going to do the exact opposite because more often than not, when I'm getting this advice, it's horrible. So this was my third trip to Erie, and I'm going solo. And I get out there bright and early. I'm drop the min coated because I'm not running the boards. And I'm just going to pull with the electric. It's going to be nice and silent for the first half hour or so. Dark, peaceful. Couple dipsies. Dip, yeah, dipsies and flatline. But, dipsies, but yeah. that's not the secret. The secret was Bagley Bangos. You know, 80 to 100 and some feet back in this very narrow section of water and all this stuff. And I'm like, okay, I'll go exactly where you tell me to. It was it was the worst fishing I've ever had on Erie. It was horrible. And there is a thing that I believe a lot of fishermen lie, or they skirt the numbers in such a way that it doesn't seem so bad. I'm not going to say that this time. It sucked. It was <laughs> horrible. I should have just slept in. It was so bad. So I'll give the rundown. Like my little famous 6 by 6 that that we like to do, I had rods in the water for like, goodness, for an hour, hour and a half before I had the first hit. And it was well after six. It was zero by six. And then I (laughs) finally get one to go. I'm reeling it in. I'm like, all right, first fish in the boat this year, walleye-wise. I mean, the first fish was a bass just the day before. Um, It was like a 13-inch walleye. And, of course, it jumps off right at the back of the boat, which is positive, but I technically didn't land it. Oh my gosh. So I'm going a little bit more. And by this time, more boats are joining in because I'm in the right spot. Well, I, another rod goes off. I reel in another 13 inch walleye. Cause that's where a lot of fish are right now. A year class is there. And so I just go and release that one. I don't know, 10 minutes later, another 13 inch. And then I go a long time before something happens and I'm making, making calls i'm sending text my one buddy who told me 
to go here. I said, I don't know what you're talking about. I said, I'm hardly marking any fish. Nothing's going. He goes, take a picture of the screen. So I start every once in a while. He said, send me a photo of your screen. I'm sending him a blank fish finder screen. Like I wasn't trying to fudge this and I'm getting frustrated. Then all of a sudden a rod goes off. I'm like, Hey, this is a keeper. So I'm bringing this fish in and it was staying down. And I'm like, Oh, I got one for the cooler. All I need is five more and I'll be here for another eight hours at this rate. And I get it to the back of the boat and it's a white bass. And then all of a sudden the side rod, like, so I was running like two off one side and one off the other, but the, the white bass took one of the rods on the double rod side and I see it's a white bass. And then the other rod just goes bananas, like bananas, bananas to where literally the rod tip was almost hitting the kicker. I'm like, this is what I'm after here. Definitely not a walleye, but it's, Giant sheephead. It could be a sheephead. It could be a thing. <laughs> but at this point, I got a white bass at the motor. I got, I don't even know what on the other side, and I got another rod here. So for me to shut the shop down, it's not that big of a deal. So I'm reeling in this fish. You know, it was like 150 feet back, and I'm making headway on it, and it takes some runs, and I'm making some more on progress, this and that. I get it down to 75 feet. That fish says, screw you. It turns and just runs. It's like, the reel's just smoking. And then I feel the crankbait. And I about threw all my stuff in the water. And I sent out the text that I'm selling my boat. (laughs) (laughs) And after that, that was the last fish that hit. And I fished for another couple hours. And I said, you know what? Everyone here is dumb. I didn't see... I, I packed everything up. And... I, I watched other boats because I had a lot of time to do nothing. And I didn't see anyone swinging nets. I didn't see people fighting fish. And I'm not well, saying they didn't, but stuff wasn't happening. Because you normally, you can see this stuff. We're close enough to each other. I pack all my stuff up, and I start driving. And I drive right through the combat zone. And I wasn't being disrespectful. I was I left plenty of room. I'm watching probably is like 50 boats realistically, but it seems like hundreds. Um, no one was fighting a fish and I'm like, okay, I'm going to get, I'm going to leave this party. I'm going to go deeper. So I went, I went deeper and I said, I'm going to give this a half hour and see what happens. I get out deeper water. I'm not, I'm not really far out, but I'm probably four miles out. No one's around me. Lo and behold, fish starts showing up on the, on the depth finder. And I'm like, Hey, I got some fish here. And I set some baits down deep I'm running it through them. Nothing's happening. By this time, it's approaching 9 o'clock-ish. The sun's becoming Africa hot, and I was defeated. I was just I was upset. I was bothered. So I packed it in, and I said, another day. I'm going to get you another day. And uh, there was another reason that I was starting to get slightly concerned was I'm watching my gas gauge, and something that I did – earlier this year is as gas from three years ago, right? Yes. But (laughs) every seven, eight months, I like to put a couple gallons in it. (laughs) Now I had fished the day before, but I didn't do a ton of running and I didn't do a ton of running. At least what I think I I probably went 10 miles max that day, max. Um, because I ran a lot of the electric. Which I probably did. I probably did ten miles on the big motor the whole time I was out there, 
But I'm like, man, this thing, it's a boat gas gauge. It's not exactly holding exactly, you know, like your yeah. car mm-hmm. gas gauge. It likes to, it goes from half tank to empty depending on how it hits the wave. And I'm like, I don't <clears> got a good feeling about this. Now, a month prior, I dumped five gallons of gas from a gas can that I had in thing. And because th- I don't know, I don't like keeping the gas tank full because it's, I don't want to throw all that gas away next year. Should it like turn bad on me? <laughs> so I, I, I feed it as it, as I feel it needs it. Well, long story short, I drive in, put the boat on the trailer. I'm glad no one talked to me. I'm a loser. I can't catch a, a legal fish. I caught a bass the day before. Um, I'm a, I'm about to put up everything I own for sale. And I I drive to the gas station because, of course, my truck gas light popped on as I was pulling into the marina um, earlier that day. So I go and I'm like, ah, oh, I'll fill up the truck. And, and there's something that I swear the world is out to get me on this. So... I know I'm waiting for Vance to chime in with the time that I ran out of gas at the dock. Um, Hold on. Let me uh, <laughs> chime in here for a uh, midweek yeah. sponsor. One second. Okay. Yeah. So, um, while we were out murdering, uh, you were doing that. So, go ahead. Okay, I I just I I I didn't think Ja Rule listened, but um, oh, he was here. Okay, very very nice. <laughs> He's here. So I uh, I load it up. I just go to the gas station, which is just a few wait miles. A wait, wait, just wait a minute. Just a few miles. I mean, let's just interject here one one second. <laughs> <laughs> Man, those are some harsh <laughs> words, John. <laughs> I mean, Mr. Rule. I mean, this is the guy that just taught us, you know, everything about Stock Lake. So uh, continue. Okay. <laughs> so I go into Vance's hometown. You know, this little podunk, one blinker light. Stop at the uh, gas station there. And I, sw- I swear the world was out to get me, but I won this day. I won. <laughs> I put nineteen point eighteen point three gallons in a nineteen gallon tank on my truck, which means I wouldn't have gotten home. But yeah. the fuel light literally popped on a mile or two. I'm like, oh, okay, I'd probably. And then I put thirty one and a half gallons in a thirty four gallon boat tank, and I was four miles. <laughs> oh my shore. gosh, I've never done that. <laughs> I just said, oh my I'm, gosh, I'm like something just didn't feel right. Now keep in mind, I just put five gallons of gas in it not long ago, and it had gas from the year before. I mean, I thought I had 15 <laughs> gallons guys, in that thing. Like uh, that's insane. That's insane. To that's say. insane. <laughs> because when I start the day and it's sitting at half tank, well, half tank on 34 gallons, I'm expecting benefit of the doubt, 12 gallons of gas. That's benefit of the doubt. And yeah, both. You don't wow. You don't look at the boat gauge the same as the truck gauge, Andy. I will tell you that. Hey, I didn't run out, did I? Well, I was running efficient. Run on luck. Yeah, you got you got optimum speed. I did. Yes, for for me to leave my embarrassing failure. Yeah, yeah I, I I needed that capacity in the hull to haul all the fish that I caught home. <laughs> <laughs> so. 
I took Friday off. I said, I'm done. I got to, I got to rethink my life. Um, and, uh, Saturday as well. And I sent a text to Steve and I said, Steve, are you up here yet? And, uh, you were just getting up into town. Yeah. Saturday afternoon we came into town. So yeah. Yeah. And then, uh, so I, I sent a text to, uh, him after that because he didn't get the hint immediately. I said, let's go fishing in the morning, which you said, great. I get to ask now. Yeah, that starts the negotiation process. Yep, but uh, I was more than willing to do so. <laughs> so this time, we weren't going to take any guff. We uh, we were going to be the first ones there. And what time did I tell you to meet me at my house? Well, so I, I've been walleye fishing with Andy before. So Andy's whole mantra on fishing for walleye, he has a schedule so tight that if you're a minute late... You're gone. He lets you know about it. So he said, 3.30, you better be in my driveway <laughs> because there's a certain time frame. He gets the boat hooked up. He wants to be at the launch at a certain time frame. You know, because everything's geared towards that 6 a.m. mark, getting 6 by 6. Mm-hmm. 6 by 6. So yeah. I showed up at like 3.29 and 30 seconds. He's in the truck running like I was about to go. I didn't think you were coming. So so I made it. I don't have time. I mean, I don't have time for this nonsense. <laughs> um <laughs> <laughs> you guys are crazy. But, okay, so oh here, here's something okay. that, that's that's nuts. So when I left Walnut uh, a few days prior, it was like like 9.30 or 9 a.m. They were triple parking in the grass. Yeah. That yeah. place is a zoo. And if uh-huh. you get there at 5.30, 6 o'clock, you could wait 20 minutes, half hour to launch your boat. Get, get launched. And yep. I, I can't stand I see that. You. I hear you. Yeah. I can't stand that stuff. So, I mean, if I had a private launch, it'd be different. <laughs> um, but I don't. I have to do the public stuff. So, anyways, we get all loaded up. We get down. We I have a full tank of gas, and it was like the perfect morning. No wind at all. We launched. We were the first ones there. We didn't feel rushed. It felt like it was our marina. We get out there, and you know, I had talked to the same people. They said, "Oh, instead of starting all the way to the Ohio line, start at the launch and work west. Go that way. You'll by the time you hit Elk Creek, which is close to the Ohio line, you're going to have your limit, and you'll be on your way. By the way, we're going to be in this big 27 foot uh, charter boat. This they have a buddy that runs charters, and you'll see us. We're going to be in tight with you guys and." Blah, blah, blah. We'll stay in touch. All over, yeah. So we're out there. Load them up. Yeah, we're out there. And and the moon was so Mm. bright. You're out there like this, like this, like this. (laughs) 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 Essentially, that's what I was doing. Um, I was going to put these walleye six feet underground. And... uh, So was that the song you were singing on the way out, by the way? It was. <laughs> it absolutely was. And I mean, you if you want to see some candid photos, you can ask Steve to send you photos of me with my headlamp on. Yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> These beautiful photos and I got this headlamp and the reason we have the headlamp is so we can see. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But it was the craziest thing being out that that early. Now uh, I'm going to jump ahead a little bit. I Very took a, crazy. I took a video, and I've never seen this before. 
complete full moon mm-hmm. that was setting at the exact same time this big giant SOB of a sun started coming <laughs> up over the, the horizon. Yeah. The sunrise and sunset were literally in minutes of each other. And uh, so I got a pretty cool thing there. Uh, I made a comment. I thought it was a really funny joke. I might not, I might as well not even say it. Uh, I, I was <laughs> out there. I was out there doing doing the uh, same thing because I pulled an all nighter for um, musky fishing. Um, what were you doing the out there? Hit play. Come <laughs> <laughs> on, John Rule. Where are you? I'm away from that. But on on the third, I did like. Uh, seven to uh noon and then i went back and napped and then i did an all-nighter from like 9 p.m until 9 a.m and i got to see what you're uh you're, you're you're talking about on on the horizon very bright moon um i think i saw six planets um which was which is really cool um but those it, it, full moon days with uh, and being out at night is is, is really uh, something cool, special. So I'm going to drop my joke because out. you saw six planets and the full moon and the sun and all that. I made the, I made the comment and I felt like I was on Tatooine, but <laughs> that's what I said too. Though perfect, I, I was like, I'm not the only loser. <laughs> okay, so I I said that out, and a lot of my my friends uh, growing up were dorks. And they did nothing but stay indoors, so they watched things like Star Wars and stuff. But you, you I mean, you you like rode dirt bikes and drummed and and things like that. But my friends just kind of like stayed indoors, played video games, and drank. Uh, <laughs> and that's why they're pretty much not friends anymore because I musky fishing and and stuff like that. But I was like, look at that! It's like Tatooine out there, and that was just crickets on the boat. Yeah, that's how I felt when I'm like, man, I thought this was a great reference because when is this going to yeah, happen I, in my life again? Tatooine was is a. I have uh, no idea it, what that is. It's from Star Wars, and like I, I said, I my friends, know. my friends like never uh, lettered or played collegiate sports, so they watched uh, <laughs> that stuff. Yeah, um, like Star Wars. So naturally, when I would hang out with them, I would have to you know dork it down. And uh, and watch these things, but I mean, turned out to be turned out to be an an okay series and something to pass the time when you're 17 years old. Yeah. So, anyways, that was kind of cool, and I'm like, this is the big fish. This is the witching hour. This is when it's going to happen. I was wrong. I was wrong. And so we're out there fishing and stuff like that. And I saw my friends who were on up. I, I don't know whose boat they were on, but it was a friend of theirs. They, they were driving past us and, you know, they were in, in closer than we were. And, you know, we were back and forth. We, we had some action. I don't remember the exact timeline, but at one point they called us, I think we had three by six and we had set lines at like four, four thirty. We yeah. set lines. We had lines in the water at four thirty. So we're not exactly setting the world on fire out there. We had a couple throwbacks. They messaged us around, uh, he called me around 6.30-ish, maybe 7, asking how we did. And we're like, we're up to 3. He's like, we're up to 5. And then you caught what would be your last walleye, I think. Yeah. Yeah, I went downhill from there. So Steve, he called. And just like what Todd enjoyed, you know, he's on the phone. He's like, got to go. We got to fish on. Uh, I had to do that to my friend. Said, hey, I got to net this fish. So... 
we hung up, netted that fish. I'm like, hey, they're fishing, they're fishing nine rods, and we're fishing six rods. They've got five, we got four. We're not doing too bad. I'm gauging it like that. And um, well, and I will say that's what uh, set in Andy the hyper competitiveness too. You know, so <laughs> that happens. Well, so the pressure started. And I felt it, and, and again, as I mentioned, things started going downhill. Well, I could not from that fourth fish. Well, there's a reason. Well, <laughs> okay, you can go to the there's reason. There's a real good reason. <laughs> so as every minute that went by, it was like another boat that entered the, the picture. And some of these boats know what they're doing. Some of these people have no clue. And there are other people that are just, I swear, out there just to mess you up. And now we're starting to navigate a minefield. And all of a sudden, we have a popper. If you guys recall from years ago, a popper mm-hmm. is a fish that pops the planer board line. Actually, yeah. And <laughs> it popped, and it was bending. And it was bending a lot. Steve jumps up. He grabs it like a hero. He's starting to fight this thing. Sweat breaks out on his brow. Big veins <laughs> pop out on his forehead. This is a big fish. <laughs> He's going, and it's like 200 and some feet back, which really sucks. Yeah. And it ended up being that we got this thing going that every, you know, when when the planer board lines get tight, I'd pop the boat into neutral. And when things started to get a little cattywampus, we put it back into gear. And eventually, after how long do you think? Oh, it was at least four or five minutes. Yeah. Might have been longer than that. I don't know. It's, it's hard to gauge, but it, it felt like... Uh... It was, yeah, I mean, reeling anything in 250 feet is insane, but when it starts ripping drag after you get 200, you know, you get to 200 feet and then it goes back out to 230, It, uh, yeah, so it took a while. It took a while, and it, it comes in, and I'm hoping it's something that it isn't, and it exactly was what I thought. <laughs> it was a gigantic sheephead. It was probably a 12-pounder. <laughs> it was huge. I, I, I reference it as a Boone and Crockett sheephead. Well, Steve was like, take my picture with this. And I think that was the defining moment of his day was taking a photo of a sheephead. Yeah. Don't do it. No matter how big it is, don't do it. I'm still getting haunted by that fish. So he has... That's a screensaver on my daughter's phone right now because we went walleye fishing Mm -hmm. last week. Mm -hmm. She loved it. And she loved reeling that big sheephead in. It took her a long time. Yeah. And you almost need a fighting chair for those. They're great <laughs> fish. Yeah. Love sheephead. They're, they're fun, but not when you're I'm trying to get wall. When, when yeah, you're right. I mean, yeah. let's just say this. You're if the cooler to... was full, yeah, that would be a blast. But mm-hmm. we have not been doing well. And this is my fourth <laughs> trip on Erie. So this is the fourth time I, I went to fish Erie. And I have yet to bring a, a walleye home. So, oh my! Well, the first trip I'm going to recap it real quick. First trip we got there, and my buddy who I was going in his boat, he goes, "I don't think we should launch. This is a lot worse than what the weather forecast said." All right, whatever. The next week, he's like, "By the way, fishing's been sucking," um, and we went out and we brought two home. And I'm like, "I'm not filleting a fish. You keep both." And then um, I went few days prior to where we were at and I promptly got my butt handed to me. Then here I am with Steve. We have four in the cooler. Four in the box. Four in the box. 
and and a picture of a twelve pound sheep head, huge sheep head, <laughs> and this sheep head has a this thing you it, it if anyone's pulled a fish from deep water and you see what deep water does when you oh, bring them up quick we, this we do it all the time here on Chautauqua hit play murder yeah. <laughs> I, I don't have it anymore <laughs> okay um. This thing looked like it was blowing out through all orifices. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, there were spots yeah. on it towards the tail that were gigantic and red. That that's <laughs> like the focal point of this photo. But anyways, so Steve looks like you know you're wrapped up like completely like a well, almost like it's winter, but. It was the smartest thing I've ever seen someone wear. Well, so, you know, I'm I'm weird about the sun, and I wear sun gear and gloves and all that goofy stuff. But I had, you know, there was no sun in, early in the morning, but the bugs were insane. So I put had my, had my mask on and everything. So you, you don't see me. You just see little two little slots where my eyes are, and I'm all <laughs> holding this sheep head with a... Yeah, you could have yeah. photoshopped out the sheep head and put like a bonefish or something there, and you swear he was in the flats. Yeah, I might have to do that. Yeah, I would. Um, yeah, you should maybe. Yeah. So after that, you know, we we things started to pick up a little bit for us. Well, Rod started to go off. I should yeah, say. Yeah, that's more accurate. So Rod started to pop, and I had ended up having to call my buddy. I'm like, "Where are you guys at now?" I mean, I can see them. They were last at five, and we just got done uh, playing with this devilfish, and. They're like, oh, yeah, we're reeling in number 10 right now. I'm like, in like 10 minutes, you guys got five fish? And I'm like, we got to pick up the pace here. Well, things started going, and I don't understand why. We weren't really doing anything different, but Rod started to go. And the next next hour was a blur. So we ended up getting a couple more. They started trickling in. And now when he says we, he means he. Right. So... Steve had a bad run of luck after that photo. How many <laughs> How many legal fish did you drop reeling in? Uh, I think it was around five. So he lost five keepers. And one, now get this, one was a nice fish, mid-20s. I reel him in up to the net. I mean, I'm telling you, Andy has the rim of the net on this fish. The line breaks. There goes the fish with the uh, lure swimming off into the water. So th- it was that uh, kind of thing. That was... Then all of a sudden we started lose we started losing gear. We lost at least five or six different plugs. Yeah, I don't oh, know what I don't know what the heck's happening here. But w- there was one point we're around all these people. I'm talking like blue tin boats. I'm sure everyone's seen the blue painted tin boats everywhere. Like mm-hmm. these guys are just around. They don't they're not looking at anyone else, and I don't think they realize that some of these boats are 200 feet plus wide. And they're just going willy-nilly through everybody. Well, we're next to some of these guys in tinnies. We're next to charter boats that have their planer boards weighted so heavy you can't see the boards. Like, you're just looking for, like, a wake in the water. And we're, like, combat fishing. All of a sudden, a rod pops, a rod pops, a rod bends, another rod pops. All, like, there was a time that Steve was getting so down on himself. He's like, I'm not reeling in any more fish. Nope. I'm. I, there was a time he was holding three rods in his hand while I'm fighting the most bent rod, <laughs> and I wasn't real. And out of four bent rods, we we landed one fish. And <laughs> no, no, listen. So 
and what Andy's telling you, see, I started, it, it, it was demoralizing because I love Andy and all, but you know the pressure of the limit factor for him. And he's like, you know, <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, if you didn't yeah, dump yeah. these fish, we'd have been limited. Uh, and so I'm, I'm reeling. I don't know what I'm doing wrong. I, I, I don't know how to reel walleye in from 200 feet, but you'd see the walleye come up, big mouth, oh, that's a keeper. And I'm trying to keep him down. And next thing you know, I'm oh, gone. He's time done. after time, I said, I'm done. I don't want to, I, I, I felt like I was like a dad pulling the rod off to set the hook, and then I just handed it to Andy because I was not going to reel it. I just gave up. I said, I'm done. <laughs> you do it. I'm just going to ride and watch you net. That's it. I was not making him feel bad. He was starting to, to feel this pressure because I caught like the last six or seven walleye. Well, I don't say I caught. I assisted in reeling in. You reeled him in, yeah. And the um the last walleye was the one that was the most frustrating and how I alluded to earlier in the show we had a goal we were going to accomplish this goal regardless of what happened that by this time my buddy on the boat that was talking to us long gone like 2 hours off the lake <laughs> 18 fish oh my God. and yep. we're in the same spot and you know, and I don't want to, you know, it, it happens. It was almost a running oh, joke yeah. at this point because if Steve didn't drop those five fish, we would have been off the water yeah. before them. <laughs> I mean, yeah. And those line breakages, not all of those were walleye, but there had to have been a certain amount of them that were. So we had at least a limit plus of fish that came unpinned. Well, we had this this thing that if if we if the fraud goes off and we know it's a walleye, the person who doesn't have the walleye rod has to go and pop the dipsies and bring them in because we're putting the boat in neutral because <laughs> we're not oh, going to drop this in. fish. <laughs> it, yeah. it, it turned into this like master plan. And mm-hmm. so we uh, finally, like we're sitting there. It took over an hour for the last fish to actually pop a line. We're just looking at these lines like this is, we're stuck at 11. But we, we can't. We can't go in with 11. Nope. Yeah. There were thoughts in my mind that would say, hey, we got 12. I miscounted. And then just tell everyone where we got our limit for, <laughs> for the fact that. <laughs> but we didn't. We stuck with it. Finally, the line popped. Started reeling in. Steve popped the dipsy, got that in. And we just kept doing the neutral, put it in gear a little bit. Neutral, put it in gear a little. <laughs> yeah. And those walleye that fight really. They don't fight good at all, but they fight good at 200 feet going two and a half, three miles an hour. They don't fight at all when the boat's sitting still. <laughs> they just like come. Shutting, yeah. We, we, down. we shut yeah. it down. We got it in. Big relief. We packed all our gear in and we went in. Almost took us five hours to get it, yeah. but we did it. Well, and it was so bad, too. You know those clips on the board rods or on the planer boards? We were out of clips on the one side. Oh, my gosh. I forgot about and that. And we had, like, one clip left on the other side. We're, we're down to, like, three rods because we don't have clips left. You know, and, and it was going to be to the point where we're just going to have two dipsies on down rods because our planer board lines were out and we were going to bring them in for clips. <laughs> so it, we could have still we could still be there if Andy didn't bring it in because if I was going to reel it in, I would have lost it guaranteed. So, yeah. yeah it, but anyways, so you can take many different approaches to this story. I'm walking you away. You that, man. We we, yeah, we got it good. done, and I I this is what I'm going to say. That I am not going to follow these guys as close as as they were telling me to do. <laughs> Just because I, you know the thing is is 
I think, you know, musky guys are nuts. These guys on, on the Great Lakes with their walleye and stuff, yeah, some of them guys might have it fine-tuned. There's fish everywhere. Mm-hmm. And, and, and these guys are like, there's a hot bite here. No, you just happened to catch fish there the other day, and now everyone else is there. How about I just go to where I normally go, and I'll do what I normally do? But I only had a couple days to, to actually go fishing, so I rely on some information. And they were like, oh, Bagley Bangos. He's like, only run those. Six of those out, and you're going to be going good. Well, I put two out. I put two other crankbaits. We had two other spoons. We were on, like, what, fish four or five before a bango actually caught a fish. Yeah. They're like, they're only mm-hmm. eating these. And I'm just like, I hate it. When people are saying, and even in the musky world, they only eat this. Yeah, they don't hit this. Yeah. It's insane. They hit whatever. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like they're like when they're shutting down and they're not even booked. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. so I got a good one for Gearman's on here. Yeah. So I take a guy. I take a guy out a couple, maybe a, probably like a month ago. It was kind of early in the season, and I get to talking to the guy. Lives up here. You know, he's musky fished. He, they were interested in casting, so we cast it all day. And uh, as the conversation goes, he's like, yeah, man, I'm waiting for my new boat. Ordered one of those new recon boats or something. I was like, oh, yeah, what kind of boat do you have? Andy, you got to tell me what's the number of the boat. It was, it was an, well, he he had a 617, but he bought the new, what is that? Vexus. Vexus. The he guy was buying a new Vexus, Vexus yeah. boat. Uh, yeah, so just out of nowhere, I started talking to this guy, and I was, he, he he says one he says something about his boat, like he lives in Bemis, got it in a garage, just sold it, and I was like, you sold that to Steve, didn't you? He's like, yeah, <laughs> Steve. That's unbelievable, huh? So yeah, well, you, you know the funny thing, yeah. I kind of knew that because he texted me. He goes. I just Did he? Met, I met your friend Todd. <laughs> yeah. I said, how do you know him? Yeah, we're out there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the poor guy doesn't have a boat. No. <laughs> he didn't have a boat, so he chartered. He only caught a couple casting, but he was pretty excited. But yeah, he killed those yeah. couple casting. And then um, <laughs> the crazy thing is, like, they ordered the completely wrong boat. It was a bass oh, boat. Oh, yeah. 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 Well, and so. Here's these dudes that are like, oh, yeah, don't you worry, boy. Helix tens, they're going right on the dash, and then, boom, you get a completely different haul. Yeah, <laughs> it's like vacation, you know. You got the family mm-hmm. truckster boat. You know, so they had like, to build this, this boat. Big, here's this big new line coming in. It's the best ever. It's huge, and then they buy it, and it comes in as a completely different boat. It would be. <laughs> it, it, in uh if anybody can relate to that it's like buying a deep v and then getting a bass boat because that's exactly what happened yeah well and the funny thing too when i was trading my boat in for that ranger and the mm-hmm. guy's very nice so i'm not i'm not obviously going to name names or or, or or talk bad about anybody but he says i can't take your boat because you don't have a title for the engine because pennsylvania doesn't title engines and I said, well, is this the first time that you've ever gotten a boat that didn't have a title to the engine? Because, you know, there's no boat in Pennsylvania that has one. And, and you're pretty close to the Ohio-Pennsylvania yeah, line. far away. And he said, well, actually, yes, it is for me because I haven't been doing this long. So, um, yeah. yeah. So I don't know if some kind of uh, mix-up happened in the order or what. But, uh, yeah, he's still waiting for his new boat. <laughs> yeah, it took me a few minutes because he, 
he said something and they were just casting. I was, I remember I was sitting there just playing with their little remote and I was like, huh, this sounds, this is a story oddly I think I can, familiar. yeah, this is oddly familiar. I keep you're it put, in the garage. You're putting two and two together here. Yeah. And I'm like, this is the number of the boat he's saying, which I can't, what's it called? A 618? 617. Yeah. 617. And I was like, hmm. Demas, your man, Steve. Is that guy's name Steve? I just say it while he's fishing. He's like, yeah, Steve. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> he's like, tell Steve I said hi. <laughs> yeah. What a small world. Eh? Happened. Yeah, it's small world. <laughs> yeah, I don't think he's getting his boat to the end of July still. He was supposed to get it beginning of May oh, for walleye gosh. season. Yeah. Uh, that would be yeah. horrible. I mean, how could – you know, it's not to knock the dealer. I don't know, you know, the, the the marina or whatever that there. How can you mess up that bad? And just and then what do you do? You have this boat that was special ordered. That's wrong. Yeah. What do I you mean, do I'm, with it I'm, now? I'm I'm numb numb to the uh, to the situation, but yeah, with all the boat mishaps. But yeah, Vix is the place to go. You know, at least they'll order your right boat. That's right. Well, and I will tell one thing too. The weird thing was, he was delaying the sale of the six seventeen to me because he said, "Well, I want to make sure my yes. client has a boat." Yeah, and yeah, I said, "No yeah. offense, aren't I a client? And I'm buying that boat, so so I'm going to be out mm-hmm. of boats. I already traded mine in, you know. So I'm thinking <laughs> this doesn't seem to be working well here." But he, but yeah. we called the owner, and he said, "No, sell it to him. Hey, it's his. I'm not going to delay him if you if I can't get my boat. I don't want to, uh, you know, because and you know he's a nice guy, so it, it yeah uh, he is worked yeah. out he well. Said, he said he said I was very leery to give that boat up because I wanted mine, and uh, yeah, he told me that that was just fun. He worked that day. A yeah. boat. A boat. I wanted yeah. to make sure he had a boat. I just want to make sure he had a boat. Yeah, you know. I can appreciate that situation, but I, I've I've been in positions to where, like, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna boats. well, yeah, I'm talking like in general. So if you have something ordered, like in his case, he has a boat ordered, he has his yeah. boat that he's trading in, and you're like, I want to make sure I still have my rig. But now you're flirting every time you go out. Are you gonna blow a tire on the trailer, and it's gonna wipe out the fender? Is some drunk pleasure boater gonna t-bone you? Because uh-huh. you have something of value at this point, there's, yeah. there's they already kind of have title numbers and some numbers worked up for trading and whatever. It gets really risky to have that there, sitting waiting. Yeah, and yeah. and if you're like, I'm gonna go take this thing out and whatever, and I I did that once. Uh, I had a four wheeler, and I'm like, ah, I'm gonna sell this or whatever. And of course, I go out a week later and blow the motor up. Oh, so nice. It's like, oh, it's so close. It's yeah. so close. So and, close. <laughs> but you know, it's one of those it's things that it's like. You know what? It's probably better just to dump it and and just be like, yeah, I, I, here it is. It's gone and it's safe, and now I have my full value of this vehicle. Yeah. But so, but I will say, uh, I, I've been fishing out of this beautiful Ranger that he sold me that he kept uh, pristine. Pristine, yeah, yeah, and it fishes so nice. And you guys talk about Ranger boats, and Andy, obviously, uh, I'm sure we told the story about he suckered me into and found this, and I bought it, and still hearing from it from my <laughs> wife and everything. But uh, man, I like how I make people's lives better, and they just say, "You sucker us <laughs> in. You wasted my money on this really nice thing that I enjoy so much." Yeah, but so you know, I'm going to tell a few quick stories if we have time because this this relates back to this. I'm I'm 
surmising the stupid sheephead has now jinxed me. <laughs> because after that walleye trip, I said, you know what? I'm going to take my beautiful ranger, and I'm going to do musky fishing for the first time. Because I've gone bass fishing with it and uh, you know, taking the kids out on it. But I've not musky fished with it, so I wanted to see how it fishes musky. So I said, well, i got to go to one of these lakes that's like a numbers lake because, again, after the beating I took for walleye on Erie, I, I needed some confidence. So I launched early in the morning. I, I'm fishing. I, I made sure, like, I got my confidence baits. I watched the video of uh, Vance on how to properly fish the raptor just to make sure I was doing it right. I brought my fly rod. My fly casting was dead on. I mean, I was fishing hard. Firing all cylinders. All cylinders. I mean, the boat was laid out nice. I, I felt like I was very efficient, and I didn't see a fish all day. Well, I should say all day, for at least five hours that I got to fish in the morning. Got skunked. A complete skunk. Skunk. Nothing. I mean, again, th- this is a lake people go to to catch five fish in a day, and I can't even get one to follow my bait. So the next morning, I get up at like 4 a.m. and go to another lake that's a numbers lake. Was this yesterday or this morning? Uh, this morning. Okay, this is this, this morning. morning. That's why I'm half asleep right now, so I apologize. But So I go on this boat, uh, uh, this lake. Again, I'm, I'm fishing good. I uh, end up trolling some because I got into my new rails and I got my fat, easy rod holders. Your track, but go ahead. The track, sorry, not the rails, the track and the rod holders. And I'm trolling good. I'm spotting fish, bait fish and everything. Nothing. So uh, I, I send Andy a text that says, knock, knock. Okay, hold on. Uh, I, I'll read the text. Oh, no. I was at work, and my phone has these times where they blow up. Like, I won't get nothing for hours, and then I'll look at my phone, and I'm like, oh, I got 17 text messages. And um, so I get a text at 9.30 this morning that says, knock, knock. Not really understanding the premise quite yet. I wrote, yeah, new text. Oh, wait, who's there? So, you guys ready for this joke? I'm going to play this one out. (laughs) I. I who. I suck at fishing. (laughs) I then had to respond with nice one. (laughs) So, again, I have to admit it. I just have to admit that I must really suck because, again, I got the dream boat for me. I got all the high-end lures and gear I feel like I'm fishing them properly, and I can't even get a fish to follow. So, and these are numbered lakes. If I told you guys the lakes, you'd be like, "Oh yeah, I got twelve there a week ago." You know, <laughs> <laughs> I can't get a fish to follow, and I don't know why. So, um, I don't know if it's a sheep's head or what. My confidence is zero. Uh, I don't even want to go blue go fishing with my daughters because I'll probably blanket doing that. Uh, so <laughs> they're gonna they're gonna like look at you different now. Oh, yeah. The, yeah, I come in. Oh, Daddy, show us the picture of the musky. I said, no, I got no musky. Leave me alone. You know, like, no. And, and, and then they, they all kind of turn to each other and be like, we don't have a daddy. Yeah. Well, their girls were like, well, Daddy, you told us you'll take us out and catch us our musky. You, you can't even catch one. I said, I know. Just- you said, well, I was high. <laughs> so, yeah, so I got everything going. I got the boat, and uh, like I said, it, it fishes unbelievable. Uh, but the fisherman sucks, so I, I don't know what's going on. I, I, yeah. Well, I'm just really glad that my my fish of getting away the day of Erie that ended my landing of fish that day, I've passed the torch <laughs> on to you successfully. Yeah. Watch you out. Let's no, put it Andy, you're ready to go. Watch out. Yeah, I, I'd take a largemouth oh, bass right about now or a bowfin or something. 
Yeah. I, I'd take a gut-hooked uh, snag bluegill at this point. How about a snapping turtle? Anything. Something. <laughs> it's hilarious to see those texts from Andy uh, with his timeline of fishing. Oh, yeah. God, yeah. Yeah, so I, I need to go on record here. From now on, if Vance ever says any uh, joke about me waking up early to go fishing walleye, just remember he pulled a 12-hour all-nighter. Mm-hmm. For a muskie, he was going to throw back. Yeah. Oh, that's questionable. I mean, <laughs> like hit play, we, hit we, play. We play. Hey, we got to eat too. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. Andy. Well, you guys, is, there, your guys' bank accounts would tell different. Mm, right. You got to eat. You got to eat too. Eat. I mean, it's five hundred dollars a trip, which is really three seventy-five. I mean, let's. I mean, let's be honest here. Well. <laughs> We all know. We're, good, yeah. <laughs> We're going to forbidden. Oh, but it's it's hilarious. We're not, not talking. We're not talking about going in through depths. We'll just make fun yeah. of people that have. For you guys, uh, complete pieces of shit. But yeah, cool. I went walleye fishing last week, Andy. Mm-hmm. And how uh, could you take time away from murdering? Yeah, because <laughs> yeah, well. He was murdering a different took, species. Took my daughter over to Ohio, and uh, maybe Steve, you, you ought to get maybe we'll get Kara out sometime. What uh, we showed up at like this is the same time as Andy shows up, like at three, but it was three in the afternoon. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like not not the best time to show up to go walleye fishing. We were setting rods at three, and we were headed in. At four thirty. Now, this has nothing to do with me. I was over in the Ohio line, but uh, well, if I was with you, you'd you'd still be out there because uh, I'd still be everything. trying to reel them in. Yeah, yeah. yeah my, my biggest, I would I would prefer to fish the evening than the morning. My uh, lifestyle. Bullshit. <laughs> you like going in before it's even day. You get up before, dude. You, you get up before six I get by turkey six. hunting. Okay, the six by six is some kind of fun milestone to get. I would rather fish the evening than the morning. I don't fish the evenings because my life schedule doesn't allow for it. Okay, okay. I do what I can do, and you guys sit here and kick me while I'm trying to do my best. (laughs) Is there anything else that you want to make fun of my life about while I'm here? I'm trying, okay? No. <laughs> <laughs> or, as Vance says, just keep painting, okay? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's a good idea. But. Poor Andy. Good stuff. Do you guys have any stories you guys want to add to this? You know, so maybe I'm not just the subject, me and Steve, just getting murdered over I, here. I, I, I don't <laughs> think it's a sheephead because, as I said earlier, my daughter caught we let her reel them all in. <clears throat> so we fished that eve. There that we didn't even fish the evening. We were going to fish the evening. We were done early. We fished the next morning, and all she talks about, she has it on her screensaver on her phone. Her holding like a ten-pound sheephead, and I'm in the picture helping her hold it. And she's got fifty-inch muskies. And she has got 50-inch muskies. And the sheephead's a <laughs> screensaver, huh? <laughs> the sheephead is a screensaver. Yeah. And Ed is like, man, you might not want to do that. Your dad and the people see that. And <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> it would be better yeah. if, if but she, she reeled them all in she reeled in like 36 walleyes in two days yeah oh man it'd be better <laughs> if she had a knife to the sheep head's ne- uh throat mm-hmm. <laughs> but we gotta uh, sink them if they're oh sink them when they die mm-hmm. yeah that's, but, so um, people don't talk so so ask your daughter uh, what her secret is because andy's yelling at me like they're not bass <laughs> Because, you know, I get him to the surface, and I start water skiing him in as fast as I can. He goes, you can't do that with walleye. You know? I, okay, I'm yeah. going to go on record, and I didn't say that. Yes, you did. <laughs> wow. Steve is here, like the World Fishing Network logo. His his knees are bent back in the rod. Is it like, you know, like if, if he <laughs> was reeling ankles. in straight, it's at 3 o'clock. But the way he has it set, the rod is at 11 with the tip bent really hard. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta keep pressure on the fish, man. Yeah, these are paper mouths. Todd, check out the photo I sent you. Um, this this was this was the evil uh, yeah undoing of Steve. Tell me if you've ever seen an anus bigger on any other fish. <laughs> oh yeah, they're... yeah, and and <laughs> oh yeah, that's that. a giant. That's a great picture, man. <laughs> you see me in my gear? You can't even see I'm my face. I'm glad you're covered up. But that, yeah, that's exactly. That's a good picture. That's a giant. Yeah, well, I can catch that, but I can't catch a 12-inch walleye. <laughs> yeah, and if you zoom in on the, on the fish finder, you'll just see it loaded with nothing. <laughs> <laughs> We're fishing in the desert. Yeah, I am not going over there ever again. To, to I, I hate fishing that area of the lake. Because everyone's there. No, it was insane. Yeah. But anyways, we tried. We had fun. You had you had enough food to feed the family. Oh, yes. That went over well. And I, I didn't have the heart to tell everybody. I really didn't catch them all, but... Uh, you, you, know. you did. You caught six. You caught six of 12. I did catch six, yeah. 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 Well done. Well done. <laughs> hey, Vance, didn't something happen to your hand a few weeks back? Oh, yeah. Certainly. Uh, a few weeks back, we were releasing a fish, and and it hit a boat rod, and um, naturally, when they hit boat rods, you really don't have. To, it was a perfect scenario; you don't have to worry about the boards. Uh, I was with the wind, um, and I'm releasing a fish, uh, so the boat rods are just chilling out there, and then. Um, we're releasing a fish, young girl, young family. Uh, everybody's excited. Here comes Bayliner Nation. And <laughs> tell um, me, I, I got to paint. I, I have to get this in mind. Was this boat going about 16 miles an hour with the bow pointing almost vertical as he's standing up driving? Absolutely. Polo, checkered shorts, <laughs> driving. Uh, Huge wake runs. out the back. Runs right over my planer. Wait, he was that close? He was that close. Well, I mean, he couldn't see anything but the sky with how high the boat (laughs) pointed. (laughs) He doesn't understand trim and speed. Jeez. So he runs that over. I try to grab the line uh, and pull it out of the way because I know he's uh, about to suck up my entire line. Now, when you say grab the line, grab the rod or literally hand line? Grab the rod. Pull it out of the fat AZ tube uh, and try to rip it out of the way. But while I'm doing this, it's all milliseconds, and I know that I can't pull it out of the way, out of the way fast enough. Um, and the guy catches it, and it just starts oh, peeling no. like crazy. And 
it, uh, it, it, it gets to my skin and, um, it ripped from my pinky finger, the middle tarsal, uh, which is your knuckle. If you would just flex the thing all the way down to, uh, I would say your boxer's knuckle. So, um, middle knuckle down to the knuckle that is uh to your hand uh, about an inch rip of skin just ripped right off wrapped all the way around hit hit me ring finger hit me pointer finger um and just opened it up bleeding crazy and uh spooled my line and i didn't say anything i was fine with it it happens quick it doesn't hurt my hands are pretty much numb now from uh, the murdering of all the fish that we catch, but, <laughs> um, so it was all good. And we released the fish from having this moment with, uh, this family and, uh, it's a wonderful moment. And I, uh, reel everything in and they're aware of what happened after we, after the fish kicks off. And, um, I'm like, Hey, by, by kickoff, you mean rocks and an onion sack around its gills and, <laughs> Okay, yes. continue. <laughs> um, but so I'm like, hey, do you mind if I just go, you know, chase this guy down real quick? And so they're like, it, yeah, go, not go ahead. You. And the girls are like, that guy's an idiot. Blah, blah, blah. These little girls were screaming. Uh, so I, I catch up to the guy and I'm like, hey, my concern is one, he's got a bait, a leader, and about 400 foot of 100 pound bread. <laughs> How does his engine like, not stall? Idiot. I'm like, yeah. I was like, I wish that thing just like blew up right there, but it, it didn't happen. And it must have caught under the motor. It, huh? it caught. It caught something else. I I catch up to the guy, and I'm just like, excuse me, sir. I cut him off. I stop right in front of him, and I'm like, excuse me, sir. You you know you you ran over my bait. Essentially, he's like, oh, what, blah. He has no idea what's going on. He's just driving. He's out there, Bayliner Nation, Polo Nation, Checkered Shorts Nation. Yeah. And if you don't hit the boat, you're good. Yeah, you're you're solid. Um, But so I was like, trim your motor up. He's like, what? I'm like, trim your motor up. He has no idea what that is. Of course, because he's (laughs) plowing the whole time. Yeah, so I have to, uh, like, tell him the button. He trims it up. Boom. There's the lure and the leader. And uh, I get that back. And I, I, I just told him, I was like, you know, that's dangerous. You're not smart. You should get off the water. But <laughs> the the young the young girls on the boat with the father laid into him, which was fantastic. And... Uh, you know, they're just like, you're an idiot, blah, blah, blah. So we get all that back. And I'm now I'm concerned as a serial killer muskie fisherman. I'm like, damn, there's like 400 foot of line um, out in this water somewhere. You know, this is not good for, for uh, anybody's boat. And I put a couple lines out and I eventually snagged... Um, my line which was fantastic because i was really nervous about that uh and because if you run over the line 
if if you have my luck, it's gonna it's gonna screw some things up. But we caught that line um, that was you know half floating, half not, and uh, I got that line back in. It was as big as a basketball, and uh, I was just bleeding incredibly. And uh, I actually I, I saved my my pinky finger because I got to rip the skin like from the knuckle all the way back. I put some glue on there and wrapped it up, and uh, you know I, I think I'll have a, a fine recovery. Uh, for did you pinky finger? Did you put soda pop on it to stop the bleeding? <laughs> I didn't. No, I just used I used uh, liquid liquid skin and uh, uh, a uh, two by two gauze and uh, electrical tape and <laughs> let it let it. <laughs> Let it sit there for about six Some hours. Plaster of Paris that you wetted with <laughs> blue green algae. Air, yeah, air dried. Musky skin works well. Oh, yeah. You always have a fresh that. supply of that on board. Yeah. Oh, you got to keep replenishing it in this sun. Mm-hmm. They dry out in an hour or two, so you need a yeah. new one. You got to keep. You got to keep them. You got to keep them rotating through the mm-hmm. live well area. You know, I, I, I like to keep my musky meat right next to my shark fins <laughs> and my spotted oh, owl in my yeah. in my freezer. Yeah. I like to keep my musky skins next to the college degree I never got. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway. Um yeah, so that's what happened. And uh you know, I'm new to the sport so I know everything and uh I love it. I love Facebook. Anyway. I didn't. I, I. I. did like the story the way it went. I don't. So now I know what happened because the way I heard what happened, which was very, we just talked minimally, and I was like, so I thought the guy hit the rod or, or took like the line was going out when he drove by, and I thought you grabbed the rod then, but you were trying to get it out of his way. Yeah, I was trying to get out yeah. of the way because I saw it was because this whole time, this whole week, I was like, "So if that guy ran over the rod, why did Vance grab that pole with the reel screaming like that?" Yeah, but I, now I like, see what's happening in milliseconds. Yeah. I'm like, "Oh my yeah. god, here this guy! He's going to hit this. No I'm going to grab it. I'm going to go. Yeah, yeah. So, so now, how far out? I mean, you have those inline boards. They can't be more than what 40, 50 feet away at the side of the boat." And so that yeah. guy was that close. That's unbelievable. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was that. It was that close. And, well, there's uh, one sorry son of a bitch that's out there buzzing. That was out there buzzing this week, a couple of days. Oh yeah, like on purpose. Yeah, mm-hmm. man. Wait, mm-hmm. like a pleasure boater or another fisherman? Mm. Mix. Do you know who that is? Mix. No, no, no. I know the boat, but. No. Uh, Okay, because I was going to say, I'm like, I don't want you to say it on the show, but I definitely, I'm very interested in after the show hearing about this. Mm-hmm. So this guy purposely is is harassing you guys. I, yeah, did, but did, it doesn't. It, it, yeah, we're getting into stuff here. But well, I'm I'm like, like, no, I won't ask yeah, any more not. questions. I, I just uh, can't believe that happens out on the water. No, he was doing it. He was doing it to the maybe fifteen or twenty musky boats that were out uh, in the last in the last couple of days. So he wasn't targeting you, just anybody who looks like they're fishing for muskie. Huh? Mm-hmm. No, I th- he was probably targeting us, but yeah. I don't know. Who, who cares? Yeah. yeah. To be that self-righteous 
is really screwed up in my opinion. Yeah. Which is the same guy that over the weekend I saw the lines out and you know, you get it yeah. takes some time to shut down. That's all I'm gonna say. Yeah, and just so the sorry sons of bitches know, we do cancel charters, so suck it. I just can't get over that, you know, you guys get harassed like that, but I guess you guys well, see everything if you do it long enough, you know. Steve Steve's not up to date with what happened, so yeah. we're gonna I'll I'll fill him in yeah, after. Yeah, I don't want to get into anything here. Anyways. But anyways, we can do when we when we do the last podcast, I got a lot to say. Yeah. <laughs> I love I love my clients. I love teaching. I love musky fishing. Uh, it is the absolute passion uh, behind my my heartbeat. So uh, anybody that says anything different um, is just a POS. Well, okay. And how about, how about this? Never... We said we weren't going to talk too much about this. Yeah, I know. But let, let's do this, okay? <laughs> there, There is. I'm going to leave this even more uh, vague if there's anyone still listening to this one. Um, yeah. I think we lost them a while ago. Yeah. There's not a better, better educate, educator on the lake than me. Than us. Oh, okay. And there isn't. And uh, we, we take pride in education. And um, we... We we fish morally, and uh, I could care less what musky fishermen think about me. But I love my clients, and uh, and that's all that matters, you know. That's okay, all that matters. Okay, I'm gonna end it on this. I was gonna allude to this earlier, <laughs> but recently, I think this is some pretty good news. This is something I'm gonna leave it very vague, but we have. Uh, as far as I know, the last time I talked with this person, and Vance recently was talking to this person as well, there's going to be some some neat stuff coming out that we're having our hands in with another bait maker that is uh, pretty interesting. Do you, Would you agree, Vance? It's interesting. Very. So don't sound too excited here. Um, <laughs> but very, Driven. very neat stuff uh, coming out that... Uh, Let's just. I'm gonna leave it at this. We've always said we're not making a crankbait. We're still not, but something is in the works somewhere. So we're gonna see how this goes, and it's gonna kind of. It's exciting at this point. You might not hear too much about it this summer until things shake out. But neat stuff. Uh, yes. There we go. I, I there. I put a little teaser out That's there. That's your for cliffhanger, people. huh? Yeah. So anyone who's uh, actually stuck through this. To listen to <laughs> me fail, yeah. you fail. Yeah, we're failures. <laughs> you know, it's funny, though, because uh, Vance said right at the beginning of the podcast, we didn't even talk about how we were going to mention how we sucked at fishing, and he told us, you guys suck at fishing. So he knew, <laughs> even before the podcast began, what we were going to talk about. Yeah, there's no, there's no doubt you guys are way behind the eight ball there. So yeah, I, I would rather suck at fishing than kill everything. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, at least yeah, he's catching something true. to kill. I can't even catch anything. Well, Button box. That's right. Sharpen your knife. <laughs> YouTube go. gotten videos. <laughs> F off. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Whenever. When you were gutting deer, I was friggin' walking around in the streets on BMX bikes trying to think that I could hit a tabletop and falling over the <laughs> Nice. <laughs> Breaking wrists. 
<laughs> okay, Tony Hawk. <laughs> I thought I was. I had I had a skateboard. I had an element skateboard. It was like oh, nice. uh, Earth or something like that. I got it because like Bam Margera had it, and then I had Spitfire bearings and Spitfire wheels and <laughs> unbelievable trucks. And then I tried to like ollie onto. <laughs> my parents like driveway that had this like four by four block on it and like immediately biffed it because it was obviously cement and there was no like wax or anything on it so i got pretty messed up and then i put the uh put the board down vance 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 (laughs) have you seen have you seen the guy out there that looks like he's riding on a skateboard yes that is like running around the lake it's like a hoverboard Mm -hmm. It's like a hoverboard I know, on I, I, the water. I what what is that thing? So it, there is a there is, I guess, a new thing where people it's it, it's shaped as a skateboard slash skateboard. surfboard. Yeah, it's about four foot long, and the guy is levitated at least a foot out of the water, and dude's zooming. He's zooming. What's propelling that thing? I, I have no idea. They're they're. There's a shaft on the back because he came right in front of me today or yesterday, whenever in the last day or two. I've seen him a couple times, and the people in the boat were like, "What is that?" I was like, "I don't know. It's the first time I've seen this. It's the it future." Like a, yeah, it, it looks, looks like he's fun. he's riding like a. Uh, it looks as like Vance said, like he's on, he, yeah, he is, and, and he's zooming across the lake, and it's not wind wind propelled. Like it's got to be battery operated. It can't be like a motor under there. He is on like a little mini surfboard skateboard thing that has some hydrofoil underneath it that picks him out of the water. It picks him out of the water, and you can see the shaft Jeez. sticking down. You guys ever see like those water it's bikes motoring. that that it's like a looks like you're a bicycle on the water, and when you pedal so fast. Your forward speed creates lift on that hydrofoil, and it picks you up, and then you can really go because the friction's next to nothing. I don't know that I've seen those, but I saw them. Oh. I thought people doing yeah. those jumpy things. <laughs> but the, but you know, the thing the, you're the, talking about, Andy, is they drag behind a boat. Well, no, these are like you can actually pedal them. Uh, hmm. But yeah, but they they have some other other things like some of those big ocean like concept boats that. When they get so fast, like the whole hull comes out of the water, but you just have a couple hydrofoils underneath, and that waves aren't affecting you because you have very little wetted area. So you can go through some really bad waves very fast because most of the hull is is, – the hydrofoils are down underneath any kind of surface disturbance. Um, Some neat stuff there, but I I think I kind of know what you guys are talking about. I got to say – Look, he's looks like he's right. This guy looks like he's riding like a uh, what's that? Uh, Oh, like a paddleboard almost. No, he's like on a skateboard. Uh, What are those things called? The uh, wakeboard. Paul Blart Mall Cop. Oh, a Segway. He looks like he's riding a Segway, and he's just flying across the water. Paul Blart. Yeah. Hey, well, one of the only movies I've ever watched. You know, I got a, a great one at that. <laughs> I got to say, though, I, yeah, hate, I hate to hear this. Like 4.3 stars on Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Out of 10. Mm-hmm. But 
I, I hate favorite to... movie. Favorite movie ever. Everybody goes, Steve, you're first. Hit you on the dime right now. Favorite movie. Steve, you're meant Steve. Go. Groundhog's Day. Andy. It's either going to be a Star Wars or Predator. Okay, you have to pick it. That's the point of this thing. <laughs> pick the epic pick... movie. I'm going to go original two. Predator. Okay. Thought Jaws. Damn. Mine's Jaws too. Oh, oh, you can't. So we good. can't repeat. Pick something. <laughs> no, to... we can't. Jaws is the best. Jaws, by far Tax, the best. Taxidermy man gonna have, have a, a heart attack. attack when I sees what I bring him. Mm-hmm. We do it every day. We need love those it. beaches open. Fourth <laughs> of July. I love it. All right, let's end it. All right. <laughs> All right, big thanks to Fat Easy Muskie Products, St. Croix Rods, Muddy Creek Fishing Guides, Vicks Marine, Ranger Boats, and Muskies, Inc. And Vance, do you have something queued up? I'd like to thank our no, buddy's I, jaw. I, uh, I don't. <laughs> okay. I think I hit everything. So uh, if you stuck with us this long, thanks for listening. Good luck fishing. <laughs>